Hey everyone, welcome to the Small Screen Couch Commentary Podcast, where we watch your favorite TV shows, give you our thoughts, and ask for yours. I'm Alex. And I'm Billy. We're excited to watch and rewatch the best TV shows from start to finish and hope you're ready to take the ride along with us. We'll talk about the best characters and their stories, reveal some hidden gems, and look for you to do the same. From sci-fi to comedy, drama to anime, we've got it all covered. So grab your favorite snack and we'll see you on the couch. All right, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the Small Couch. Co- I'm gonna hold your hand. Ooh, yeah, you did. Apologies. Small. That's how Small we. That's how we watch the shows there. together. Actually, yeah. we don't watch the shows together, but <laughs> no, we don't. That's how we would. Um, yeah, we're on episode two here uh, of the show and episode two of the boys. Yes. And um, yeah, this one was was an interesting episode. Yeah, Shaddy. I mean, Cherry. Sorry, Cherry. Cherry. Cherry was the title Shaddy. of the episode. Um, this episode was directed by Matt Shackman, mm-hmm. who is most famous for writing a bunch of episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Always Sunny. Uh, a show that everybody tells me to watch. I've never watched it. I've seen clips. It's obviously very popular here in, in Pennsylvania. Which is where we're from. Um, but yeah. Um, and then the episode was written by Eric Kripke. I, I know he does the entire first season. Do you know if he does the entire show? I don't know. I doubt he does the entire show. Okay. But I bet he does majority. Okay. A man is always working. True. True. Uh, once again, spoiler alert. If you haven't watched episode two, this is your chance to stop, go back, watch it, and come back. Yeah. Uh, or if you don't care about spoilers, keep We'll listening. spoil it for you. Yeah. Then you don't have to watch the show. Yeah. It's like you did with us. Exactly. And that yeah. might even be better. Might be. I don't know. The show's pretty good. It is. You should watch it. Yeah. You definitely should watch it. Um, so what were you snacking on this week while you were watching this episode? Uh, so I went and took my kids' snacks that we had in the cupboard. Uh, right. Some goldfish. And okay. just goldfish and water. I've been drinking a lot of water lately. Got to hydrate. Yeah. Got to hydrate. Um, I went with ice cream. Mm. Love me some ice cream. Um, no cherry on No on cherry top. on top. No cherry on top. Not even for the episode? Not even for the episode. Oh, man. Uh, but Black. honestly, I, I want I want like some more exotic snacks. I think we need to get like a sponsorship from a snack Ooh. shop. If you own a snack shop, hit us up. Sponsor us. Yeah. We'll, we'll plug your shop. Give us some snacks. We'll plug you, you know. What uh, we're snacking on sponsored by you. Yeah. Boom. Win-win situation. And then we eat what you tell us. Ooh. Do we rate what they t- give oh, us? Oh, wow. whole new game. Whole new game. You know, ideas, goals, everything. Yeah. That's what we're yeah. here for. So we, we don't meet as many new characters in this episode um, as the first one. There were a lot of new characters, obviously, because the first episode. This one, uh, the main ones that we meet are um, Frenchie and Cherie, uh-huh. um, who obviously have some sort of past with, with Billy Butcher. Oh. They got some very, history. Very nice past. Uh, Frenchie is probably my favorite episode. Uh, character okay. in the show and gotcha. i'm glad we get to meet him this early yeah um and then we also meet susan rayner who is the deputy director of the cia mm-hmm. who definitely has a a strong connection with billy we get a little bit of details but not a ton right and it's interesting i'm wondering if she's going to be kind of a one-off thing or if she comes back We'll see i don't know Ooh. well i do know but i won't tell you <laughs> what i will say is notice how nobody's ever really happy to see Billy Butcher. Yeah, yeah. Both when he goes to see Frenchie, he's pissed off, honestly. Yeah. Um, and the same thing with Susan. Like, she's not pissed off, I would say, but she is not happy no. that he's back in her life, even no. for this moment. She does have a very nice kitchen. 
Truth. Family yeah. Kitchen. I mean, I guess when you're the deputy director of the CIA, you, you better bring bring bringing the big bucks. <laughs> yeah. You better have a nice kitchen. Um, so the, better security though. You, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Billy just walks in. Apparently. Apparently. Um, so the, the episode opens close to the closing of episode one. Yeah. We're back with Huey and Billy in the electronics store, and they've killed Translucent. Billy's trying to still convince Huey to, to get the body, get rid of the body. Yep. He's like, you know, we got to get him in the trunk. He was like panicking again. You know, he's like, okay, they get him in the trunk. They start to drive away. They're assumedly trying to go somewhere to, to get rid of, of this body. Yeah. Um, Which, then, he's invisible. Just put him somewhere. You know what I mean? And you know what? Granted, that's how I would have thought, but it probably would have been a bad idea. But yeah, I was like, oh, he's invisible. Just throw him down a freaking sewer. Call it yeah. a day. Yeah. But then as they're driving along, they they hear noise in the trunk. He's alive. Yeah. Obviously, Translucent is not dead, which initially makes Huey happy. He's like, he's alive. (laughs) We're good. Everything's going to be okay. Uh, But then Billy reels him back in reality. It's just like, no, no. (laughs) you're not. (laughs) This guy's seen your face. He's one of the seven who everybody loves. And he probably just will kill you. Yeah. If if he doesn't go back home and say, hey, we got to really like torture this dude. Right. Um, So at that point, you know, they're. Obviously, uh, knowing we've got to come up with a, a plan here, we're kind of screwed. Our plan was just to get rid of his body. Now we have to figure out what to do since he's since he's still alive. And Billy is like, you know what? I know a guy. Yeah, he does. So they they drive off, and the guy that he knows is someone from his past. They go to this warehouse, secret like door, whatever, in a shady area of town. It seems, mm-hmm. and Billy knocks on the door. And Cherie answers the door. Shady. And she, I don't know if she's like, I wouldn't say she's French, she's like henchmen, because that makes him sound like a villain. But she's, I don't know, his companion? Companion, partner in crime. Yeah. Yeah. P.I.C. She, she lets him in. Mm-hmm. And you see one of the, I think, aesthetically, one of the coolest parts of the episode, in my opinion. They walk in, and Frenchie's just at this big, long table, like a six, seven, eight long foot table. Yeah. And it's just covered with guns and weapons and stuff like that. I thought it looked really cool. It looked his cool. intro, and, and it kind of gives you in a depth into Frenchie. Like this is his thing. Yeah. Like I don't know if he's like a gun runner, <clears throat> if he's like a demolitions expert, if he's just a mad genius. This guy. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Seems guy. like it. It seems like it. Um, but needless to say, as we already mentioned, Frenchie's not happy to see Billy. No. He. No one. He is. owes him money. And he doesn't know why he's there without that money. Right. He doesn't want to see him unless he has the money. Right. Right. And Billy's like, you know what? Hey, I know you're not happy. <laughs> I know I owe you some money, but I can get you more money. I can double your money. Double it. So I guess this kind of piques Frenchie's interest. Of course. And so he goes and he brings him to the trunk and he opens up the trunk and Translucent is there. He starts cussing him out. Frenchie is even more mad now. He's like, why did you bring... Yeah. Translucent here. So they shock Translucent and knock him back out. Yeah. And French is like, I'm not in. He doesn't want to be a part of it. Yeah. He tells him, he's like, you know, we're all about to be dead. They've got trackers. Yeah. They're going to find this guy immediately. Yeah. Well, Billy, his manipulative way is like, well, you're in anyway. He saw your face. Right. Which is the same the same thing that he told Huey. Yep. He said, we, we can't just not do what we're going to do here because he's alive. He's seen our faces. He's going to kill us. Lays the same line on Frenchie. You know, he's seen your face now. 
you're in this whether you want to be or not. Yeah. Um, so they start to formulate a plan. They drive to another location then, which is like an abandoned restaurant. Yeah, it looks like it could have been a nice restaurant. At one it point. does, right? They didn't have like a big fish tank in the middle, like an empty one. I can't remember. I, I can't recall. It had a nice middle area though, like, you know, like a big like wall or something. Yeah. It, it was a very nice looking restaurant. But Weird detail. It's been abandoned for a long time. Long, long time. But they put, they put translucent in a, a cage, a metal cage, hooked up to a bunch of car batteries inside of a walk-in free, freezer. Uh, yeah. And I don't know if it's a fridge or a freezer. Doesn't really matter. Fridge or freezer. A freezer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they they put it in there because, like you mentioned, um, he has a tracker on him. Right. So probably because that wall is a little bit thicker. And then they actually put other things on the ceiling and the walls, I believe, to help weaken the tracking. Yeah, they, they start lining it with like the foil. Like the it's I don't even know if it's foil, but it's like if you remember when you were a kid, though they used to have those space blankets at the books at the book fair store. Yeah, which like, I never got at an elementary store or elementary school. Yeah. Um and it's supposed to like, you know, reflect the sun better to warm you up if you're in a dire situation or whatever. But I guess it blocks out radio signals as well probably so they do that um i love the fact that you see this like makeshift cage with all these car batteries hooked up to it too like i think the camera even does like an angle you see all these car batteries up yeah. to the cage and it's like a bunch of them yeah. like it probably kill us if we touch that cage oh for sure for sure and translucent even touches it and it like shocks the crap out of them doesn't even that doesn't even knock him out which was a little weird to me because everything else was knocking him out right yeah like the the electric from the wall in the first episode knocks him unconscious yeah. they think it kills him when they look at him in the trunk they hit him with like a a cattle prod oh, i think it was yeah and that knocks him out the the like series of batteries though just on the cage doesn't knock him right out. i wonder if it's how long it happened like because the the TV wire, at least, was like he held it onto his butt cheek for right, a while. A while, and the, the cattle prod they probably he held probably it on does, the yeah, wall too. Like just stick it there. Um. So yeah, they have him in this weird cage setup thing. They go exit the the walk-in fridge, and immediately Frenchie and Billy are plotting ways to kill Translucent. Nonchalant. Yeah, it's just another day at the office for them. Yeah. And Huey's like, "We're we're gonna kill him," and they're like, "Well, what else are we gonna do?" Yeah, you know. Like, we don't really have many options You here. don't have a choice now in this situation. And they're just, like I said, I love how they're nonchalant, and they must have been here before. They're not afraid of soups that much. Like, they know they're powerful and strong, but they're not afraid of them. Which is kind of awesome, because if I'm a regular, regular dude, even if I'm not a regular, regular dude, even if I'm a dude that's like, I'm fit, I'm athletic, mm -hmm. I've got some sort of combat training i'm not going against superheroes no a, one a guy who has skin one a guy you can't see right and his skin is so tough you can't puncture it in any fashion right pretty crazy yeah um but yeah so billy and frenchie they want to still kill translucent huey not so much um we go back then after this and we we get a little bit more of madeline who is you know the the, the face of vaught yeah and it cuts to her. She's um, in a, a situation where she's trying to get some food for her, her newborn baby, <laughs> which don't get me wrong. I no discrimination at all, but she seems a little bit on the older side, yeah. like maybe l at the earliest, like late 30s, early 40s. Yeah. Maybe even older. Beautiful woman. 
beautiful, beautiful woman. Yeah, we're not saying anything wrong with that. But she has a newborn, so I'm thinking like that's probably a high risk pregnancy. Yeah, that she just had. And well, you can tell she. I think you even see it here. She's kind of having a little bit of trouble, and she mentions it on the phone like she's gonna get. Yeah, the she's milk pumping out. to try and get milk for her baby. Yeah, and I think. This is talked about in the show later on. How is it? Okay. Yeah, I think she always wanted a kid and how she's a little bit older. Okay, um, right. But yeah, so she's in her office pumping. She's watching a news clip, and it's a news clip of The Deep. My boy. Not and really my he boy. has found the wreckage of the plane from the mayor of Baltimore. Yeah. And he's essentially trying to play damage control. He's doing like a cover-up story where he's like, it seems that the mayor's plane was found and the cause of the accident was engine failure. Yeah. You know, which we all know is not true. Right. And I don't remember if he does it here or not, but I think he mentions talking to a friend down there. Like talking to the fish. So he talks to fish, and anytime he goes into water and has to talk about going to water, he's going to mention that he has a friend down there. I think he thinks it makes him cool. I wonder if he's actually has that power though. Oh, he does. Okay. All right. Oh, he does. Okay. Oh, he does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. It, it comes along often in this show. And All it's right. hilarious. Um, but yeah, so uh, then Homelander walks into her office and it's he walks in, he doesn't knock, he's not like, Hey, do you got a minute? He just walks in, you know, almost kinda like he owns the place or whatever. Madeline quickly turns off the news clip. Um and she asks him, she questions questions him and is like, hey, did you hear about what happened to the mayor of Baltimore? And he's just like, yeah, and tragedy. Tragedy. You know? Um, Madeline obviously knows that it was him. Right. So she mentions that the deep actually saw that it looked like somebody with a sharp laser, almost like two eyes apart or something like that, cut through the plane. Right. Right. Um, so at this point, we, we kind of get the understanding that Homelander did this on his own. He went rogue. He wasn't ordered to do this by Madeline or Vaught. Like, he just did it because he wanted to. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because Madeline makes it pretty clear to him, says, like, you don't need to protect me. You know, when obviously that the, the, in episode one, when we see somebody flying by, we now know, obviously, it was, it was Homeland. Yeah, and he was listening in to the conversation. Right. And he tells Madeline he's like you know I wanted to protect you like how did this guy even know about compound V which still very unclear what it is or why they're so worried about it I have I have my own theory on what it is do you want to tell us what it is now I think compound V is what gives the supers their superpowers oh I don't know if that's true Hmm. but I that'd be my guess and maybe it's something that like they have to continue taking like, if they don't continue taking Compound V. They lose their powers. Yeah. If you don't use it, you, you lose it. it. Is that a serious question? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> it might be. Um, um, but yeah, so just an interesting little thing there. I don't know if that's true, but that's my theory. But anyway, yeah, Madeline is telling you don't need to protect me. I'm good. And also, you shouldn't be doing this because this isn't part of your brand. She's bringing back in, like, the corporate talk. Yeah. You know, she's telling him your, your brand is, like, hope and, you know... I don't think she says this, but like, you know, she's like the American dream. You, you are know? the American dream. And she's like, you're not you're not revenge. That's not you. Right. And it's a weird dynamic here between these two. For sure. Very weird dynamic. It's it's almost, listen to her. Yeah. It's almost like you don't know if this is a mother son type relationship. You don't know if this is a more romantic type relationship. You don't know if this is a mother son romantic, romantic. relationship. That's what it feels like. Yeah. It feels very dirty, unnatural, right. 
and not right. Well, and like you even see like at one point, I think she puts her hand on his thigh and whatever. Oh, yeah. And she has her top a little unbuttoned. Yeah. You yeah. know. Um, and does he lay on her lap at one point? He puts his hand on her lap, I think. Uh, I don't remember seeing that. Okay, maybe that's not, not this, this episode. Yeah. I remember future stuff. It goes to that road. Um, and you can tell it's a really weird relationship because later on in the episode, I don't think it's a real important scene, but the 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 but it is important in a way. He's standing at a wall staring at his own picture. Right. Turns out he's using X ray vision yes. to watch he's looking her through the pump. wall. Right. He's no, watching and he's, her off. I mean, he's into it. Yeah. And this is something that you need you don't need to pay attention to, but it's a big part of his character throughout the show. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's just it's just strange the the type of relationship that they have. He's obviously very protective of her. Um and so there's something else, you know, there's more to them than what we see on the surface. Yeah. Um but yeah, so from here then we go back to the abandoned restaurant. Mahomey, Frenchy. With Frenchy Huey, Billy, and Translucent. Um, and from here, then, you kind of see Frenchie for what he is. He's doing... Something. Yeah, he drops acid. He puts it right on his is. tongue, dude. It's like an acid tablet. And then he starts doing like some chemistry and stuff. He's got Bunsen burners. He's got some beakers. He's wearing like some goggles, my I think. dude, man. I love it. He's boiling some stuff up. He's, he's making something. Yeah. We don't know what it is. Right up until the end, when he finishes whatever he's making, you see it's a bullet. Yeah, it's the, it's the point of the bullet. Right. I think he attaches it to the bullet, but it's the point. And I believe, I don't know what the proper term is. I'm not a gun guy. Me neither, dude. Me neither. Yeah. Oh well. But Frenchie is. Frenchie's a gun guy. So apparently, it's a it's the same material as his skin, right? And they yeah. they're trying to see if they can pierce it with the same material. Yeah. Prior to this, you had seen at one point Billy had brought in. A fifty cal sniper, which <laughs> a big boy. If you've ever played Call of Duty, <laughs> you know what the fifty cal is. It's a big one, yeah. Um, and so he makes a, a bullet to to put into this fifty cal. They immediately load it up and they start walking into the walk in freezer. And <laughs> he, he like tell him no. Yeah, he's he's like, like, no, 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 no. Like don't do this. And they try <laughs> to shoot translucent. Does not work. No, I think you hear it ricochet and bounce around. Yeah, it bounces all around the inside of there. They're like trying to dodge it. And I'm like thinking to myself, you're, if, if that bullet is going anywhere towards you, you're not dodging a bullet. No. And unless you're A-Train. Well, unless you're A-Train. That's true. That's um, point. Uh, and I believe a 50 Cal, like, even if that flies by near you when it's shot out of the gun, it, it hurts you. I'm sure it could. Yeah. I'm sure it could. Uh, but it doesn't do anything. No, yeah. Translucent even starts laughing. He's laughing at him. Yeah. I think he even says He's a dickhead. And he it's is. hilarious. Well, he's like, he's like, ha, 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 I'm invincible. <laughs> and I'm like, oh wow. And I'm wondering then, like, is he invincible? You know, is he He's invincible and invisible. Ooh. Two good traits to have. Yeah. Um, but then the interesting thing is here, they they as the that scene is like kind of ending, you can see one where one excuse me. Hmm. One of the spots where the bullet ricocheted kind of tears up the lining that was blocking the tracking signal. Yeah. So that's obviously going to create a problem for them. Yeah. Which, the why would you not pay attention after the bullet flies around the room? Well, and so I, I don't know if it's right after that, but um, Madeline was working with her security at Vaught and they informed her like, oh, hey, we got a radiant signal. Yeah. Yeah. He's somewhere in New Jersey. Which, you know, the show is set in New York. New Jersey's right across the bridge. Yeah. So he's not far. And, and you they, kind of find out that. here, he's like, oh, he's on another one of his bingers. Yeah. 
Um, so at one point then, the, the next part we want to talk about, I want to preface this. There's a portion earlier in the show where Starlight meets up with uh, who I was calling in the first episode PR Lady. PR Lady. So it's PR Lady and like some other tech type guy. Yeah. And they're telling him, you got to do a team up, you know, for your, your first crime. Mm-hmm. Your like debut into crime, and she's like, oh, I kind of like doing stuff on my own, you know, whatever. And they're like, Oh, well, team ups, you know, play better with audiences. Yeah. So we cut then to the team up scene, which it has to be with, of course, the one and only the deep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Starlight's not happy to be there. She's pretty silent. The deep is just talking to her like it's any other day. Yeah. Not like nothing ever happened. No, no awkwardness or anything like that. But she's not responding to him at all. Yeah. Which then kind of upsets him. He's like. Are you still mad about that thing? It's like, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wouldn't I think anybody would be. What a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's making it seem insignificant as far as what happened between them. Um, but she stands up to him this time. Oh, yeah. She doesn't take any of his crap. And he tries to stand back up to her, like puff his chest up. And he's like, you know, you got to play nice here. And she's like, nah. You know what? Because I found out you're not really number two. Yeah, you're a little bitch. Yeah, you're nobody, Yeah, essentially. <laughs> and if you step out of line, I'm going to put you back in your place. Yeah, I think she even does her little eye thing again and things yeah. start flickering. Yeah. Which you don't really fully see her power in the show too much, but you can tell like, it scares the shit out of people. Right. So he realizes, and okay, I'm going to pipe down a little bit. He's like, tells her, like, all right, you know what? You go in the front. I'm going to go in the back. And then he does like a crazy acrobatic dive into the water. Yeah. Which before this happens, do you when he's just talking around, like just saying stuff, he's always like, oh, it's always got to be near water. I'm just the water right, guy. Right. But then well, he, he, you are the yeah. water guy. But it's so funny to hear this. Like he sounds like an actor. Right. You know, exactly. Exactly. And an, an unhappy actor at that. Yeah. Um. So then we see that inside this warehouse that they've been staking out. It's some guys that are transporting drugs. It looks like Molly or, you know, ecstasy or something. But they're transporting them in, I think it's Homelander dolls. Yeah. Right? Like little stuffed animals. Or not stuffed animals, but stuffed figurines of Homelander. And Starlight comes in, beats up a few dudes. The dudes that are remaining, they try to go out the back. When they open the door, the deep's there. He stops them. And, you know, mission accomplished. We stopped the drug deal. But then out of nowhere, like, a camera crew pops up. Comes flying in. PR lady's running in. Right, right. She's like, oh, um, Starlight, say this line or whatever. And she's, like, confused. She's like, what is happening here? And she's not saying anything. She's kind of shocked. Yeah. And PR lady starts getting mad at her. Mm -hmm. And she's like, hey, like, you you need to say this line. It's going to work well, whatever. And the deep, he obviously knew that this was happening. Yeah. He's got like he, uh, uh, a towel and like he's wiping himself down. He's like, oh man, did you get that shot of me diving into the water? <laughs> yeah. Fucking cherry. Um, and I don't know if that's a catchphrase for him or not, but it's like. No, nah, man, it's just a cool thing. It's weird that they're. So they're doing this. They're making a production out of them stopping crime, which it's weird to me. Obviously, it's not weird to, to the people doing it. But. Right, because it's so common for them. When I first watched this show the first time around, I thought, are they paid actors? Like, is this not a real crime? Oh. And then yeah. and then now I'm watching, I'm like, I don't think that's the case, but I think you made a good point. It's Homelander dolls. The crime they probably look for is Stuff using, that's going to hurt their brand. Right. Something going to oh. hurt their brand. The, obviously, these dolls probably were stolen. They, like, So it's money lost, stuff like that. 
didn't even pick so up. So it's that. like a it's a double whammy. It hurts their they're stopping something that hurts their brand, and they're getting this cool footage that looks like a movie almost. Right. But again, right. maybe it's acting, but I don't think they ever answer that. So I'm assuming it's a real crime. I I assumed it was a real crime. Yeah. I didn't think it was a paid actor thing. I think because like when they're when Starlight they, is talking with they, PR lady and tech guy. Yeah. They tell her that they track crime and criminals you know better than the police right right i think they even say that line that they do it better than the police do so i don't think it was paid actors i think it was a crime but that they just kind of but they did they probably set the criminals up right i mean they know for sure yeah they allowed them to get to a certain point so that they could stop them at the right moment yep the right moment for them that is it it is weird when you the first time watching it when i saw the cameras flying i was like what the heck's going on here yeah so weird um so then the next scene that we we cut to, um, Madeline is at Vought headquarters. She is throwing this big event. It's a very like black tie type thing, you know, cocktail waiters and waitresses going around, hors d'oeuvres going around, um, and high class whiskey. Yeah, yeah. You see a bunch of like hoity toity type uh, people. Hoity toity. And they're talking with the different soups. I, I'm pretty sure we see Queen Maeve there. We see Homelander there. I think, do we even see the dude from the first episode at, in the sex club, the like Stretch Armstrong type guy? I think Was he so. there? Yeah, I think so. So, I mean, I don't know if he, uh, clearly he's part of Vaught. And I'm wondering if all superheroes are Not part of all, Vought. Okay. obviously, because like uh, Starlight, I think, I think Starlight, the reason why this everyone gets mad at her is because she took a big jump. Okay, true. So yeah. she doesn't really know how it all works. True, true. Um, But yeah, so they've got all these soups. They're mingling and talking with all these different people. And here we find out they're a bunch of like politicians. Yeah. Senators, Congress people, you know, whatever. And um, Madeline then goes to one specific guy who's up at the bar. And I think he orders like uh, house whiskey or whiskey neat or whatever. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you should order, you know, this. This expensive whiskey. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, I don't need that. You know? Whiskey's whiskey. Right. Um, but we find out then that he is kind of like somebody who has some sort of influence with the rest of the politicians. Mm-hmm. Um, she's telling him, you know, hey, you know, we want to get soups involved in the military. In military operations, we want them there because they can help the army win, you know, battles and whatever. And he pretty much tells her it's not going to happen. Yeah. You know. Um, he, he doesn't, he seems, he seems to point out people in the room there that he's like, it's got to get past this guy and this person, whatever. And they're never going to go for this, but she's trying to convince him like, Hey, you, you can bring them around. You can circle the wagons here and convince them that this is a good idea. And he's just like, nah, it's not. No. You know, as a civilian, would you want the superheroes in the military? If, if would it make you feel safer, especially if you don't know how they really are if i'm just a regular person and i live in america heck yeah i want them part of the army because then they're gonna like go in and finish conflicts before they start right but then i'm wondering do other countries have superheroes if other countries have superheroes i definitely Definitely want the suits in because you gotta fight fire with fire at that point yeah well I'll, i'll wait Oh, okay. there, there's right. there, that what you just talked about is an important part of one of the episodes. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I would say it's a good idea, but obviously, I'm also wondering here. Madeline has some ulterior motives. Well, the military wants, would pay, the country, the government would pay for it. Sure, but then I'm thinking, is there something else aside from the money? It's all money. 
baby. There might be something else, but I, I mean, you've got to think how. Look how she was pawning off one for two hundred and fifty mil. True. You know, imagine the American government and how much they pay for their stuff in the military. Billions. Yeah, billions. Well, I mean, everybody knows you don't need American- a bomber. Uh, what is it? An F fifty whatever bomber. When you got Homelander flying over there and just stopping everything. True. Well, and everybody knows too the uh, the American military spends more money on on the military budget than I think the it's top like the three next combined. Tenth, I think it's like the next ten countries combined. Combined, yeah. So I mean, that's, that's crazy. They'll spend a lot of money on something that can stop everything. Yeah. Um, needless to say, Madeline is not happy with the fact that the I don't know if he's a senator. I think he's a senator. He's one of the yeah senator probably um, like she's me. she's not happy that he's not going for it. Yeah. So. A little bit later, we cut to a scene where the senator has the company of uh, a beautiful young lady. Yeah, nice little you know companion there with him. Yeah, he's in some high end hotel. Yeah, he is about to get freaking naughty. Yeah, real freaking naughty. Real freaking naughty. He's like tied up to a bed already. Yeah, this chick that he's with is naked on top of him, and she's like they haven't quite started the deed, but the deed's but about, about to. to. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think she takes like his tie. By the way, not that this makes a difference necessarily, but I'm pretty sure this guy's Republican because he had like a red tie. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I guess that would make yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming I feel like the like generally the politicians they try to color coordinate with their party. Yeah. And he had a red tie. Cause she takes his tie and starts like blindfolding him. Yeah, getting real freaking naughty. Have you ever been blindfolded during during the deed? Oh, heck yeah. Oh, I have not yet. I been blindfolded. The other person been blindfolded. All that stuff. You got to go having some fun I'm, I'm, out there. I guess I'm a prude. I don't know. You got to go out some fun, dude. <laughs> we only live once. True. Yolo. Yeah. Um. So he's blindfolded. Yeah. Can't see what's happening. We slowly then start to see the chick that <laughs> is on top of him. Not a chick. Yeah. Shape shifts into a big fella. Yeah. <laughs> a, a big big guy. And so, not with muscles. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, like, this is a clearly another soup that is is got like some a sort of morphing. Mis- is the Mystique is that the X Men? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like Mystique can morph into different people, right? Um, and his original, his actual body is a big, very beer bellied. Is that his original very, body yeah, though? Is that just who he prefers to be in this moment I, no, for that I, situation? No, because he's he's in the show for a while. Okay, uh, so that is his actual body is like that. More than a dad bod. Yeah. Harry bod plus. Harry, bald, just not. Imagine being that actor. Hey, we really need a nasty, chubby guy. You know what? Paid, though. I would accept that role. Yeah, <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's he's riding the senator as his true self, whips out a smartphone, and starts taking pictures and videos. And but stuff, using the, still the girl voice. Right. And it's right. also weird because he's still feeling s- sexy himself as he's yeah. doing it. <laughs> like, he's just like. You know, he's doing like some poses and whatever. Yeah, the man's got some moves. Good job, buddy. Right. Um, So yeah, it's it's kind of you you see then. Okay, Madeline was probably behind this, and you cut later into the show then where Madeline has um, a, a second meeting with the senator. Yeah, she's chilling on the couch with him, or not on the couch. She's chilling in her office. He's on like a couch. She's on across. Uh, the room from on another couch and she basically tells him like oh hey like what were you up to last night and he like makes something up and whatever he's like oh you know i was you know just hanging out whatever he's like that's not what i heard and i think she like starts showing him the pictures and the videos and whatever yeah and he's like oh those are fake 
those, those that's not real. That's you know somebody made those up. Yeah, and she goes, oh, I can assure you, they're not. Yeah, and he's like, so he didn't know. No, he's he's like sitting there. Well, how would she know? Oh, can we can we rewind real quick? I forgot. Yes. So when he turns into the guy, uh huh, the shapeshifter. Yeah. The senator does say this feels a little bit different. So meaning <laughs> yeah. he wasn't in a hole that he thought he was in. <laughs> well, and I'm wondering then too, did did he transform just the upper half of his body, or uh, was it his whole body? Because uh, if you if if you someone's on top of you like that, someone that big, you gonna feel that weight difference. That's that's true. That's true. I didn't think about that. I don't know. Um. But yeah, so Madeline starts showing him the pictures and stuff, the incriminating evidence, and he's like, oh, well, uh, you know what, it's it's no big deal, whatever, and then um, we see then that the shapeshifter is Madeline there in that scene, Yeah, and turns into his true self again, walks out, the real Madeline comes in, Yeah, and he's just like... You know, it's not, so, a death, it's not a death sentence to be a homosexual. And she's like, it is in the state where you represent. Yeah. So it's like, he's like, damn, she's right. Because you're not getting voted back in. I think, was it Texas? I can't remember. But whatever, like, super conservative state he's in. Yeah. It, you're not getting voted back in after these. I feel activities. like it was like Idaho or something like that. Maybe. I can't remember. You think Idaho's senator would have a lot of pool? Eh, maybe if you're, you know, you, got, you speak right. I don't know. Are they like a swing state, you know, with electoral college? I don't even know. Yo, this is a TV show podcast. I will mention that every time if you try to ask me some intellectual questions. Uh, but yeah, so it kind of seems like, you know, she's obviously getting away with her blackmail. Mm-hmm. They don't really go into too in depth of to like what is yeah. happening. But it's definitely about the military thing. Yeah, but they're clearly going to make some sort of deal. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so Madeline says, you know, we'll, we'll see what's going to happen. Um, we cut back then, since Vought's security had pinged uh, Translucent, they kind of know where the general vicinity where he's at. And the security team for Vought has been out looking for him. At one point, we even see Frenchie like, is looking out at night through the windows, and he sees security trucks and people on foot patrolling the area. Yeah. But they've been looking for him for you know at least like a day, day and a half here at yeah. least. Yeah, so they're knocking on every door I think she asked for them to do, all that stuff. Right. Um, Billy and Huey and, and Frenchie, they're kind of worried now because they're like, we don't know how we're going to kill him. But then something inspires Frenchie. So is this the same scene where first – so first a Homelander goes to security because um, what's-her-name has gone there a few times? Madeline. Madeline to talk about finding translucent. Finally, Homelander's like, I'm taking this into my own hands. Um, where's he at? What's located? So yeah. this conversation that's happening, correct me if I'm wrong, this is when they start noticing Homelander flying over above. Because I think... No, no, not yet. That's a little bit later. So Homelander does go to the, to Vault Security to say, like, where is uh, Translucent? That's right. But that's yeah. a little bit after this. Like okay. Vault Security was just kind of patrolling whatever neighborhood they're in. Right. Frenchie gets this bright idea, though, on how they're going to deal with... Um, by with yeah. translucent. There's a TV on with turtles, which have it, and they talk about how they have a tough shell and all that. Right, right. And so he gets the cattle prod, and they're like, "Where are you going?" He's like, "I got to go knock this guy out again." Yeah, because he, he has he tells me he has an idea. Right. So then we come back, and um, translucent is kind of like groggy. He's waking back up, and he's like, "You know what's going on?" He even says like. 
I feel different. And so Billy and, and Frenchie start talking to him and they're basically like, yeah, well, we figured out yeah. how we're going to kill you now. Frenchie's so confident and, and proud of himself. Yeah, super happy. Yeah. And they reveal then that the way that they're going to kill him is from attacking him from the inside out. They can't get it to him from the outside in. So they went inside. And the only way they could go inside. Right. Was in the bum. In the booty hole. They they shove an explosive, like a, a brick of plastique, up his up, up his ass. Up the booty. And at that point, like this whole time that he's been in there, translucent for the most part has been invisible. There's a couple points where he and, and becomes cocky. visible and like he's talking to to Huey at one point, whatever, but for the most part he's been invisible. At this point though, he uninvisibles himself and you can see he's scared. Yeah. He is panicked and he's like, you know, what's going on? Now, at this point, this is when um uh Homelander went to the security team is like, where is he? He's they tell That's me he's right. in New Jersey. You know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But he's so scared that he starts, he's like, what do you want from me? What, I'll give you any I'll give you detail. anything. Right, yeah. right. And earlier in the episode, he has a conversation with, with Huey. About A-Train. Right. And and he wants, you know, to, Huey obviously wants to know more about A-Train and what happened to Robin, why he was running that day. So, Translucent tells me, he's like, I'll tell you anything you want. I'll tell the kid, you know, about Translucent, like, or about, about A-Train. A-Train. That's what he wants, right? And this kind of almost pisses off Frenchie. And and Billy a little bit like they look at him like, why were you talking to him? Like what do you what were you trying to do? Yeah. Um. So there's a remote detonator that Billy has, and he's like, you try and take that out, I'm gonna blow you up. Like you try and do this, I'm gonna blow you up. Um. And he's like about to to hit the detonator, which he gets stopped then by Frenchie, who's like, hold on, look at this. Yeah, that's when he notices then on the security cameras. Homelander's been flying around and he's got like a bunch of cameras set up. I guess this location is probably something that Frenchie had set up a yeah. while ago. Frenchie's that dude. You know, so he's got all these cameras wandering around or um, whatchamacallit, uh, uh, Homelander's flying around, zipping around. You see a little like <laughs> and, and that worries Frenchie because he's like, dude, he's got super hearing. We blow him up now. He he's going right to hear that. He's yeah. Gonna, yeah, he's going to come straight for us. So then Billy... He has a plan to counteract this, and he says, um, you know what, Pittsburgh, <laughs> Yeah, which I guess is just an uh, an operation, a plan that he had, Yeah, which Frenchie's like, oh, man, you know, you know how much this is going to cost me? Yeah. He's like, yeah, put it on my tab. <laughs> um, so Frenchie and Billy, they go outside. Huey is inside talking with Translucent, but Billy and Frenchie... They're figuring out this Pittsburgh plan. They're in like a, a black van. <clears throat> Frenchie's in the driver's seat. Billy's in the back with like a computer. Yeah. Starts typing up some stuff. And it's like some weird. How do you type on stuff. a computer? That's pretty accurate. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's how I do. I have a mechanical keyboard, so it clicks a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, and then um, Frenchie calls Cherie and he tells her about Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. And she's like, all right, I'll be, I'll be ready in. Four minutes or something like that. Yeah. A few minutes. Um, but then you go back and you see Billy is essentially typing in some stuff that is rigged to explosives. Cherie's going around Frenchie's hideout. And he's they're like barrels of, I'm assuming, gasoline or some accelerant. Yeah. With then, you know, plastic explosive on top. 
And so Billy is programming the remote detonation of these explosive barrels. Yeah. And it, this is one of my favorite scenes because it actually feels pretty intense for a while. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, so they cut back and forth between Billy and Frenchie preparing Pittsburgh and Huey inside talking to Translucent. Now, here's where it gets crazy. So earlier in the show, Translucent was talking to, to Huey and Huey was being nice to him. Yeah. Bought him a glass of water. Yeah. Because Huey just wants to find out about A-Train. That's right. where this all comes from. And Big mistake. Yeah. Shouldn't have given him the water. It always I always feel like in every TV show or movie when there's a hostage situation that when the person that's holding the other person hostage tries to be nice to them, that's their downfall. Right, it is. Um I also want to mention when he was talking, they kind of have a decent conversation like Translucent's like I know this isn't you. This is you don't want Yeah, this you're to be not this. like these guys. Yeah, you don't want to do this. And I know you can't. And he even tells him if you let me out I'll say you help me out. Right. right. So that comes back to play. You'll be the hero that saved Translucent. Right. So he gives him the water, all that kind of stuff. And like you said, what happens? So at this point then, Translucent takes the cup, which they conveniently left right outside his cage. Yeah. He carefully reaches out so he doesn't touch the metal parts. Yeah. Grabs the cup, brings it in, starts to piss in the cup. Smart. Smart play here. Yeah. For sure, because Huey's just out in the restaurant somewhere. Frenchie and Billy are out in the truck, so he's kind of not monitored at this point. Yeah. But he takes the piss cup then and throws it on the batteries with, like, short circuits then. Yeah. And the, the cage flies open then. Yeah. Now, Frenchie is back out in the van, and he gets a little visitor. Mm, not a little visitor. A big visitor. A big visitor. It's Homelander. Oh, bro, when that happened? Even- I thought it was over. First time watching the show, even this time watching the show, I felt very intense. Like I was like, oh my gosh, this is like nuts. Yeah. So he taps on the window and he's like, how's it going? And he's like, oh, beautiful day. And Frenchie's like kind of like fangirling a little bit. He's, yeah, like, he's like, oh my gosh, you're Homelander. It's Homelander. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, he's asking him, he's like, you know, what are you doing here? And Frenchie tells him, oh, this is my restaurant. I think he tells him I'm like, going to turn it into yeah. I'm going to turn something. it into something. Have you ever, have you ever had it before? Yeah, it, yeah. Like a certain cuisine type. Yeah. So they're chilling. Frenchie's so smooth. He, I is, love he was French. very smooth. I, if that were me, I would. My heart would have been beating out my chest. Yeah. And, and you know what? Out. I bet you Homelander would be able to hear that. True. Yeah. True. Um. So he's just talking to him, or whatever, and he asks him. He's like, "What's what's in the back of the van?" And he asks him, "Do you got a warrant?" So he like you know can't can't search it, which leads me to believe that the soups have some rules they have to follow for sure. They're they're maybe they can't break certain laws or like do it like obviously you know in public or whatever. Yeah, they have they're bound by some rules, right? But it's Homelander. Yeah. So he but he doesn't care. He bends the rules like he's not going to go in the van, but he obviously is going to like look through it with his X-ray vision, mm-hmm. which he begins to walk towards the back. Um, but we cut back inside to Huey and, and Translucent. He has walked out the f- the freezer now and is talking right. to Huey. And Huey has the remote detonator in his hand. And Translucent is like telling him, like, let me go. You know, you, you'll, you'll you'll be the hero in this situation. I will make sure that you're good. Yeah. He's like, you won't get in trouble for this, blah, 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 which is kind of where Huey would like. He, I think the Huey from first episode would enjoy this moment. Like, OK, now I can go back to normal life. Right, and exactly. Keep his hands clean. Exactly. Yeah. Which I th- I think a big thing to pay attention to is there's a sign in the back of that restaurant 
that says keep your hands clean. Is Pretty, that what that that sign says? Yeah, it's something like keep your hands clean or something like that. Okay. Um, it's, I did it's, notice him focusing on that that poster. That yeah. Sign. So that, that's I'll we'll talk about that at yeah. the end of the episode. But it's in the it's for employees in the kitchen. Right. Like there's a big right. sink there. Keep your hands clean. So then we go back out. Homelander has now searched the van, and I'm thinking he's he's got he's Billy Butcher. Billy. Yeah. He's gonna like rip him out of there, crush him. Looks through, but then we see Billy somehow smoothly got out of there. He's, Billy he's like in the alleyway behind them, like hiding behind some trash the cans dumpster or something. And some, yeah, he's got the 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 Computer. laptop, and he's hits the detonator. Cherie, they show her like running out of the building. He hits the detonator, whole building goes up in in flames, a huge explosion, which gets the attention of Homelander, who immediately bolts. Yeah, he's, he's out like, of there. He's like, I gotta go. Yeah, because I'm assuming he thinks, okay, well maybe this is something with translucent. translucent. Yeah, gets out of there. And, you know, you almost see like a sigh of relief with Frenchie and Billy. Yeah. But then this is where it gets a little crazy because we go back inside. Huey has decided to let go of Translucent. Yeah. He's like, okay, you know, you can go. Translucent like kind of pats him on the back, starts walking out. And then all of a sudden he was just like. He looks over at the sign. Nah. And he takes the safety off the remote. Boom. Boom. Blood everywhere. Yeah. Clearly this worked. Yeah. You know, their theory of how they were going to kill him worked because he explodes almost worse than Robin and A-Train. I mean, it's blood and guts all over the place. Covers yeah. the walls. Covers, covers Huey. Huey. Yeah. Just, you know, disgusting. Oh, could you imagine? Well, yeah. I mean, my whole thing is to, and I don't know a whole lot about explosives, <clears throat> but if you have enough in there to to blow somebody up. I feel like that might hurt you too. It might. Yeah, the impact of all the stuff hitting you. Right. The right. shrapnel. Yeah. Of body parts. Ugh. Nasty. Ugh. Um but yeah, so Huey, he's um covered in blood, looks over at the sign, end of the episode. And plays uh Cherry Bomb. Yes. Yeah, which is yes. also like I said, I don't know about I think you're gonna like the music in every episode. So the yeah. way it fits. Uh, again I think you know that was another another cool touch there, um, but yeah, just awesome episode. Um, I I think my favorite thing, as you mentioned, is one of your favorite things is, is Frenchie. Frenchie's the man. He's a such a cool character. We get a little bit of his history. I hope they give us more. You get a lot more of Frenchie. Um, the whole they do. I think the reason why people like this show is the depth of the characters. Yeah. So you'll get a lot more of Frenchie and other people as well. Yeah, he was definitely the thing for me anyway that carried the episode. The scene where he's making the bullet, um, the one scene where he's talking about to Huey about like his first kill, which we didn't talk about in the episode, but um, not that it's insignificant, but that was just a cool little scene. You get to know um, Frenchie. He tries to get Huey to take a mixture drug, some kind of weird drug. He's like, it's a mixture of this and this. Yeah. And he was like, I don't think we should take that right now. Cool. <laughs> I need to be of straight mind. Cool character, though. Yeah. Um, He was definitely my favorite thing. I think my least favorite thing, which I don't even want to say it's least favorite because I understand why they had to do it. This obviously was a little bit, it was paced a little bit differently than the first episode it's a little bit slower but they had mm -hmm. to they had to set stuff up they're still trying to develop the whole story so i understand it i, I don't even want to say it's my least favorite but you know it's just the thing that i thought could have been a little bit better maybe yeah i don't know yeah. overall 
better episode than the first one. I think we're getting more characters. We're getting more development. I, I think it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm yeah. hooked. Yeah, good. Because I think Frenchie will get anybody hooked. Frenchie's that dude. Yeah, I'm I'm wanting to see more of whoever the rest of the boys are. I'm assuming there's more, um, you know, crew members, maybe, whatever. Maybe not. <laughs> um, but yeah, so th- those those are my favorite and least favorite thing. What was your favorite and least favorite? I mean, thing? my favorite is Frenchie, yeah. right? Um, I don't know, man. Least favorite is really tough for this one because I really enjoyed this episode. I think I'll have to go with you. The pace of it was a little bit slower, but we needed that. We needed yeah. to get more in depth of what's going on in this world and everything. Agreed. I think, yeah, my least favorite probably would be uh, you shot a bullet and you didn't pay attention to the fact that it might it bounced around and ripped a hole in your blockage. It was tracking. Yeah. So it was a little bit missed there. But other than that, I mean, the episode's amazing. I think the show, that's why it's so good. Like I said, there's it's it's just weird things and action things and how do they top themselves and they top themselves every episode. Like I said, the weird breast milk stuff from Homelander, it gets weirder. So just imagine how they keep topping themselves. Um, action, for the most part, just is pretty action-packed. Okay. So just keep, I'm, I, I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so small screen scoop, our version of like uh, fun facts. Yeah. Um, surrounds the title of the of the episode, which is Cherry, which gets referenced as we have already discussed a, a few times. So, um, you know the the scene with the the team up, the deep asked the cameraman, "Did did you get a good shot of my dive?" It was <laughs> it was fucking Cherry. It was fucking Cherry. Which I don't know what that means. It's fucking sick, man. I've never heard anyone say that. So this Cherry on top. I feel like I have, but maybe it's because I watched this show before. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um. But then at the end, there's the song uh, Cherry Bomb by The Runaways. Um, the girl's name is Shari. Oh, yeah. Shari. You know, some in, in some areas, they might pronounce that as cherry. It sounds like cherry. Um, and then also Huey pops his cherry with Ooh. his first kill. And pops translucent. Yeah. 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 I want to go. Well, I'll talk about that later. I want to talk about the whole sign and keeping your hands clean thing. Okay. It's a real deep thing for me in this episode. I thought it was cool. Um, Also, a little, you know, deep thing. uh, Not deep thing. (laughs) Little (laughs) little cool Easter egg, if you will. The cup that Translucent pees in is a commemorative Homelander cup from Vought. It's like, you know, merchandise that they've sold. Yeah. So that's a nice little touch there. Um, also, the doppelganger, the shapeshifter. His name is Doppelganger. Okay. He is not from the comics. He's another one written for the show, similar to Translucent, not necessarily in um, in the comics, in the original media, but added to the show. Uh, but yeah, what, what did you want to get into? Um, I think you mentioned it in the last episode. Um, there's a, it was, Translucent replaced a character, Jack, from Jupiter. It's an alien-looking superhero. I don't think I... I didn't mention that. I mean, right, I knew... The transfers were added to the show. Right, right. Yeah, so it replaced him, and he had some other powers, but one of his powers was that skin. So he wasn't an invisible guy. Oh, but just the... one of his powers okay. was the tough skin. Cool. Other than that, I don't want to go into the other details because it can spoil Spoiling, later yeah. stuff. Uh, another thing was the guy who played Frenchie. Yeah. He um, he was in the military. He's In, in real Islam- life. Yeah, he was an Islamic actor, but he was in the military before that. And he did a couple sh- movies that you you could probably watch and were sent over to the U.S. Okay, but this like you know now he's over here. I mean, he's amazing. He's phenomenal. Now I kind of want to go see what other stuff he's done and like maybe if I've seen it or not. Yeah. Okay. You, I doubt it because it was all movies that were not from America. 
I mean, I've seen some foreign films and stuff. Not I'm, not a I'm ton. That worldly. Yeah. Got to get cultured, bro. Yeah. <clears throat> um. But yeah. So those were. Oh, some, oh I got another one. Oh, you got. Oh, oh I got another one. Me. Holler at me. So uh, Shackman, the director. Yeah. He also was a child actor. Before Interesting. he was doing that. Yeah. So he was J.R. Lubbock Jr. in the Growing Pain spinoff series, Just Ten of Us. He also was in The Facts of Life, Highways to Heaven, Different Strokes, Night Court, Good Morning Miss Bliss, and Webster. Okay, so, so he did clearly some, a dude from the 80s. Yeah. Like an he, actor, a child actor from the 80s. He did a lot of child acting and then moved on to directing. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Is that it? You got any more? That's all, all right, the all right. small screen scoops. Well, what what uh, small screen scoops do you guys have? What uh, What was your favorite part? What was your least favorite part? Let us know. Hit us up on the socials. We have our Facebook page, which we're you know trying to promote out there. Um, search for us on Facebook. Facebook, small screen couch commentary. Um, hit us up on Instagram. Um, we're putting you know clips and cool pictures, ways to engage with you guys. We want to get your opinions on things. We want to maybe talk about some some of the things that you want to talk about. Make some suggestions to us, um, and then also. We are officially, you know, on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. We'll be uploading episodes on there. We're going to be uploading video episodes there, um, clips as well. But uh, yeah, we are excited. I'm I'm pumped for whatever the next episode is. I know the seasons are each eight episodes, which is nice because it's like you could get through a whole season pretty quickly. Like yeah. if you were binging, you could easily do this in a weekend. Oh, yeah. You know, a day if you They're longer episodes, but they go by fast. Yeah. So I'm excited for episode three. I don't want to it's I don't want to go ahead of myself. I want to enjoy it, you know, week Weekly. by week. Um, it's not easy. That's how, you know, it's going to be moving forward anyway. Season one, they dropped everything all at once. But then two and three. They did like the first two, maybe three episodes, and then week to week after that. Mm-hmm. And when season four comes out, whenever this year. We'll be watching it week to week. We'll have to watch it week to week anyway. So I kind of want to preserve that. And, yeah. But I also kind of want to watch ahead. Yeah. But, I, but I don't. I, I don't. know. It's not easy. It's not easy. Yeah. 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 But yeah, we will see you guys next week. Make sure you tune in. Every Sunday we're going to be dropping episodes. Um, and especially when the new season comes out. If they keep to the same schedule, the episodes are coming out on Fridays, so we're going to be watching it that weekend, uh, recording it, and releasing the episodes as they happen. We want to really try to do the like this the weekend that episode one comes out, we want to upload an episode that Sunday. Yeah. It'll be tough for us, but we're going to try and do what we can for, for the folk, for the people. Yeah. That's who we are. Yeah. But check us out. We'll be here next week. Hopefully you are too. Peace. Peace.